tortoise. Hello, I'm Tomini and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, the world's largest mass of plastic marine litter has become a new home for thousands of creatures which wouldn't normally be able to survive in the middle of the ocean. What does this new ecosystem in the Pacific Ocean tell us about the extent of human plastic pollution? That's after a short break. In the middle of the North Pacific Ocean, in the expanse between California and Hawaii, there's nothing but water for thousands of miles. But it's in this remote stretch of ocean that you can find the world's largest collection of marine plastic. It's an area of rubbish which stretches over 620,000 square miles. That's nearly six times bigger than the UK. It's known as the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. It's not a solid island of rubbish floating on top of the water. Instead, it's more like a cloudy, white plastic soup sitting a few metres beneath the water's surface. Kevin O'Brien oversees marine debris removal on Hawaii. When I went through it on my own sailboat, I saw lots of things floating in the water. A large, derelict fishing net, a ghost net, or I might see a bottle or a crate. Even if the debris isn't a floating mat of trash, even if it's more dispersed than that, it still holds an enormous amount of plastic. The water has turned murky due to a high concentration of tiny shards of plastic, with larger objects like plastic bottles, tires, food wrappers, bags, nets, and even children's toys bobbing around in the mix. Plastic like this doesn't sink or dissolve, and it's designed to be durable so it can float in the oceans for decades. This particular patch of plastic has been there for so long that something remarkable has happened. Scientists are finding that dozens of coastal creatures, including tiny crabs, have been able to survive and reproduce on plastic debris thousands of kilometres from their original home. Creatures like oysters, crabs, crustaceans and mussels are normally only found along coastlines, but they've adapted to life on the garbage patch and are now thriving on discarded plastic bags and empty milk cartons. As part of a new study published in the Nature, Ecology and Evolution journal, a team of researchers combed through the debris by hand. They were shocked to discover it's become a brand new ecosystem. Coastal animals are now living side by side with open water sea creatures like jellyfish and barnacles. Juice Dubois was involved in the study. He says this interhabitat mixing is not good news. It's, it's an invasive species, of course, or these are invasive species in the area. Uh, it's remarkable how many we found, and the fact that they are able to reproduce is, uh, is a, a, a warning sign. The unprecedented levels of man-made plastic pollution have created this new habitat. But how did the plastic end up in the Great Pacific garbage patch? Most of the plastic pollution in the ocean starts out on land. Plastic ends up in the ocean uh, from land through a few different ways, but um, one of the most common ways is transport through river systems. So um, from city streets or something, it'll end up in a, uh, in a canal system or in just a river system um, and then sort of flow out with the, 
with the river flow uh, into the ocean and from there be taken by different currents um, and end up where these currents converge in the open ocean. The plastic there becomes trapped by spinning circular currents called gyres. There are actually five large plastic patches across the globe, but the one off the coast of California is the biggest. That's because roughly 20% of the debris is thought to have been swept out into the Pacific by the tsunami which struck the coast of Japan in 2011. So what can be done about all this plastic becoming trapped in the ocean? When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Scientists say there has been a rapid and unprecedented increase in marine plastic pollution since 2005. They predict there'll be more plastic in the sea than fish by 2050. But once plastic has made its way into the ocean, it's hard to take out. You know, the plastic's spread out. Uh, it's under the surface. It's not an easy thing to mop up. If it were a garbage island, I think it, it, it probably would be much easier to clean up. Over time, the majority of plastic objects are broken down into tiny pieces of microplastic which cannot be filtered out. Here's Kevin O'Brien again. Plastics that are in the ocean are exposed to a lot of different factors. They're exposed to ultraviolet radiation from the sun, they're exposed to wave action, they're exposed to reefs and rocks, sand, and so there are a lot of things that are contributing to these plastics breaking down into smaller pieces. Preventing plastic ending up in the ocean in the first place is the only solution. Last year, the UN Environment Assembly passed a resolution to end plastic pollution and create the world's first global plastic pollution treaty, but the results remain to be seen. As more and more plastic is discarded into the ocean, the Great Pacific garbage patch will only continue to grow. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written and mixed by Rebecca Moore. Tortoise.